Hallelujah. To God be the glory, great things he has done again. I welcome you to the breaking of another day. Welcome to this Tuesday morning. I believe you had a restful night. I believe you rejuvenated. And I pray this morning that the Lord will perfect your strength. That the God of heaven will quicken every cell of your body. That will be vitality. You will be facing this day with renewed grace, renewed strength in the mighty name of Jesus. It's my prayer that by the grace of God, physically, you will not grow weary. Spiritually, you will not grow weary. And I pray that every arrow of discouragement that the enemy might have shot at your heart, let them be consumed completely. The arrow of discouragement and frustration be totally destroyed in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that the Lord will quicken your spirit. The Lord will revive your passion. The Lord Almighty will energize you again. The light of heaven will shine on your heart. He said, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. I pray for you again this morning that the grace to arise afresh, arise with vigor, arise with passion. That grace comes upon you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, your strength will not fail. God will help you. Fresh grace, fresh help, receive now. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Dearly beloved, um, we are talking about moving forward. And yesterday, I was sharing with you, encouraging you to Arise. But this morning, I felt inspired in my heart again to challenge you on the topic let God lead you. Let God lead you. John chapter 5, in verse 17. John 5 17, Jesus said, You know, the Bible said, But Jesus answered them, My Father walketh hitherto, and I walk. My father walketh either to and I walk. Think about that. One of the secrets of Jesus' life and ministry while on earth was that his sensitivity was very high. He was highly sensitive, sensitive to the mind of the father, sensitive to the will of the father. Sensitive to the workings of the Father. Jesus was very sensitive. Number two, his constant dependence on the Father in all things. Jesus depended on the Father in all his undertakings. Take for example, in John chapter 8, from verses 28 and 29. 
Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. And he that sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. Can you imagine that testimony? He said, I do nothing of myself. Nothing. So it means he was doing everything by the Father. He said, my Father has not left me. Because I do always, not sometimes, not many times, I do always those things that please Him. Though you have set your goals for the year, beloved, this year, don't just labor for gold, but for God. Don't labor for gold, labor with God. Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer to pray thus. In Luke chapter 11 verse 2, the Bible says, And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so in earth. Thy will be done in heaven, as or in, in the earth, as it is being done in the heaven. Can I pray? Can you pray that prayer that God let your will be done in my life as being done in the heaven? Now, it's a very important prayer. That is, you don't just get God informed about what you want to do. Or what you are doing. But you want to get him involved. In fact. I am challenging every listener this morning. To give God the leadership role to play. This year. Let him be the leader. Let him determine what you need to do part time. In John chapter 5, verse 17, that we read first, Jesus answered, My Father walketh either to, and I walk. Now, this is not only for those in spiritual ministry alone. It is for all of us. Here, Apostle Paul, speaking to the Romans, in Romans chapter 1, verse 1, he said, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. Called. He knew he was called. He spoke to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. He said, Paul, called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and sustains our brother. Called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God. Galatians. To the Galatians, he said, in Galatians chapter 1 verse 1, he said, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, 
by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. To the Ephesians, he said in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Now, to Timothy, his spiritual son, he said, to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 1, he said, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God, our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ, which is our hope. Now, Paul was very sure that he was not primarily motivated doing the things he was doing by the desire to make money, desire to make fame, not to impress anyone. But he embarked on all that he was doing in order to please God. Sir, beloved sister, what is the place of God in what you are doing? Is he the architect, the designer, or an observer or employee in your company? Is God the founder or observer of what you are doing? The example or testimony of a man that invited me to come and commission his company in Port years ago, one of the elders in the Redeemed Christian Church of God. We had done the service, the commissioning service downstairs, and it was time to, you know, cut the tape, to declare open and dedicate the company building. So, as I did the cutting of the tape, he led us upstairs. We got to his office, big office, and I saw two executive tables there with chairs and one was carrying the plug chairman the other one managing director and I was wondering why should the two of them stay in the same office whereas there were so many rooms the secretary had her own private office um, the other officials had their private offices why should the chairman and managing director occupy the same office? So I asked him the question. And he told me, the chairman of the company is the Holy Spirit. So that is his own seat with a big Bible there. And then the MD is himself. And that whatever he wants to do, he had to defer to the Holy Spirit for leadership. What a, 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 a big challenge, a big lesson for me, that that man so naturalized the spiritual revelation of the place of God in his company that he gave a physical seat for the Holy Spirit in order to drill the consciousness of the place of God into his mind. What a lesson. 
the measure of God's involvement in your enterprise this year will, to a great extent, determine his contributions to your business vis-a-vis the ultimate success of what you are doing. A pastor and a Portacot-based consultant, Pastor Folami Fawaimi, authored a beautiful book titled, What is God's Business with My Business? You know, the title provoked my interest years ago when I saw the book. It was such an insightful piece to have. Beloved, nothing should be too secular in your life to exclude God in your decision making. Let me repeat that again. That nothing should be too secular in your life to exclude God in your decision making. If he is the author of your enterprise, you can be sure it will be the finish of it. It is not too late to step down and give God the chairmanship of your vision, of your business or ministry. It's not too late. You can invite him to take his place this morning. Beloved, I believe God is much interested in whatever you are doing. If you give him his place, he will take whatever you want him to do and he will personalize it. I believe the success of your life, my life, my ministry, your ministry, your business and my business, whatever it is that we are doing this year, is factored into how much involved is God in all that we do. I encourage you to consciously ask him to come in. Moses said, Lord, if your presence will not go with us, if you will not take the lead to go before us, we will not live where we are. And we must get to that point in all our undertakings that we want to say, Lord, it's either you are the leader or we are not doing it at all. If you do that, I'm sure God will be ready to help you further than what you even imagined. By the grace of God, I encourage you, step down. Let him lead you. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday Away. I pray for you today that the Lord will be ahead of you. In all that you do, in that vision, in that ministry, in that business, may the Lord take his rightful place. May the Lord help you in all that you set your heart to do. You will never walk alone. You will never move alone. God will be your God and your leader in the name of Jesus. Do have a glorious day, beloved. In Jesus' name.